Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, do life and a body you love chicks? Today we are going to talk about exercise. So I get asked this all the time. Do I have to work out to lose weight? I hate working out. Or the opposite, where it's like, well, I work out all the time and it doesn't even look like I work out. Okay, here's why. It's not the whole piece of the puzzle. Do you have to work out to lose weight? The short answer is no, but now don't turn it off. Don't turn it off and just go, Nikki said I don't have to work out. That is not what Nikki said. (laughs) Can you lose weight without working out? Yes, yes, you can. Should you? The answer depends. I'll walk you through a few scenarios, okay? Now, what about if you're the opposite and you're like, I love working out. I work out so hard. I work out all the time, but I can never get down to my goal weight. Okay, well, we got to dial in the food then. Or we got to mix up the workout that you're doing. So here's the deal. Everybody wants like a cut and paste answer. Can I just do, well, like this one thing and lose weight? No, not not if you want to keep weight off, right? So are there things that you can do just like one little piece of the puzzle and start losing weight? Yes, there's a million things you can do. If you want to just lose weight really fast, I'll give you the recipe for it right now, Okay. Don't do this because you will put the weight back on. Don't do this. (laughs) This almost guarantees that you will not keep results. But if you want to just drop weight really, really fast, go do intermittent fasting with keto and a shit ton of cardio. And that's probably how you're going to take weight off the fastest for most people. They're not going to keep any of it off though. And you're going you're gonna to wreck your body. Okay. So like saying, well, can't I just do this one thing and lose weight? It's like, well, yes, yes, you can. But is the goal to lose weight or is it to keep it off? So within that context, let's talk about exercise. So should exercise be the very first thing that you do? Maybe if that's what you enjoy more than nutrition, start there. But no, nutrition takes weight off faster. So when I'm working with clients, I want everybody eating good and moving their body in pretty specific ways in our program. Not specific as in like, here's a prescribed workout plan for you. Although sometimes we do give them that, uh, but more specific in the types of activities that they're doing. Okay. But if people can only handle one behavior change or the other, I'm going to personally pick nutrition for people who have a lot of weight to lose any day of the week, any day of the week, because that is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck as far as weight loss goes. Now, that being said, you dial in your nutrition. Exercise is so important. Yeah, you can lose weight without it, but it's so, so important. And here's why. Multiple reasons. Like, I can't even get into all of them on this podcast. I couldn't possibly talk to you about all of the benefits of exercise on this, on like this podcast. I would actually have to sit and like think about it and talk to people smarter than me. And I didn't prepare that well. I'm not going to lie. We're just winging it out of my brain here. Okay. So from a perspective of keeping weight off of your body, which is what most women actually want to do. Most women that I talk to, 
It's not that they can't lose weight. Well, maybe like half. And those women are usually saying to me, I know what to do, but I can only do it for a few days and then I quit. Okay, that's one thing. But then a lot of women are like, well, I can lose weight, but like as soon as I stop dieting, the weight comes back. Well, yes, there's two reasons that that's happening. One is because you just go right back to your old ways. So if you go right back to how you gained weight after you lose weight, you're going to gain weight. It's how you gained it in the first place. That's not rocket science. You guys know that. But the other thing that can be happening, so I'll see people who do these aggressive diets, um, unnamed programs that give you rabbit food to eat for every two hours or keto or I don't know, whatever, some sort of fasting protocol, any strict diet. Okay. Basically any diet is in my brain now strict. (laughs) So, okay, fine. You do a diet. You go back to eating healthy after the diet. So instead of being so strict, you just go to like basic quote unquote clean eating or eating healthy and the weight slowly starts coming back anyways. What's going on there? Well, a couple of things, either what you think is clean eating isn't actually what your metabolism wants, but a lot of times it's because the diet itself brought your metabolism down and then that's making weight loss harder and you haven't learned how to like reverse out of that process. Well, a big thing that will help you with that is having muscle, okay? The more muscle mass that you have on the body, this is a way oversimplification way, but basically the more muscle you have on your body, the faster your metabolism is going to be. Like we can kind of just put it like that. And the problem is when women do strict diets, especially if they're not working out, they're not losing fat. They are, but they're also losing muscle. So the scale is going really fast, but it's not a good thing. Fast weight loss is not a good thing. Fast weight loss means you're losing muscle every time, guarantee it. There are even programs out there because they're a-holes that will tell you not to work out while you're on their program. Why would they tell you that? Because they want the scale to move faster. Why do they want the scale to move faster? Because then you think it's working. You're motivated. You think this is the best program in the world. You go post about it and tell all your friends, I lost 20 pounds in a month doing this program. And how our brains work is the more the better. (gasps) That's the best program ever. It's essentially a sales technique. That's what it is. And it's coming at the cost of your muscle, which also equals your metabolism, your longevity, your ability to regulate glucose. There's so much that your muscle does, you guys. You look toned. Have you ever dieted down to a weight that you used to look good at? And then you get to that weight and you're like, why do I look fluffier now than I did the last time I weighed the same weight? Dieting, you lost muscle. It, it, it really, the, the number on the scale is irrelevant, you guys. It, and if it's going really fast and you're not working out and you're just dieting, you're losing muscle, you're going to put fat back on your body. Promise you, you're also going to be way less healthy. Like you need muscle on your body to be healthy, period. End of story. Sorry, phone's ringing, got distracted. Okay, so if you wanna keep weight off, Exercise is super important. It's going to help you do that easier. Now, you can't just work out and then eat whatever you want. So all the research is pretty clear that like you can start going to the gym and exercising and not lose any weight. In fact, that happens for about 50% of people, I think they say in the literature. 
about half of the people who start working out, they just don't lose weight. Now, what I would say to that is, but were their body count changes? So if you start working out and you're not losing weight, but you're shrinking, to me, that's better than weight loss. A shrinking body, that's what we're trying to go for, right? Who cares what the scale says? If you have more muscle on your body and less fat and the scale stays the same, do we care? I don't. I don't care what my scale says. I care how I look in my clothes. I care how I look out of my clothes. I care how I look in my bathing suit. Those are the things that I care about. I care about my body not developing diabetes, like all of these things. Okay, so then really what I'm saying I care about is my body composition, how much fat is on my body and how much muscle is on my body. The scale is something we use to try to gauge if we're making progress, but it's not super accurate. So use it as a tool, but don't chase it. So here's what can happen. This happens to my clients a lot. They'll be losing weight really good while we're just doing the nutritional stuff. And then we add in strength training and the scale like stops and they freak out. And I'm like, yeah, but you're shrinking. So who cares? What's going on there? They're putting on muscle. They haven't worked out doing strength training ever. And let's let's say you have a 50-year-old woman who's never lifted weights a day in their life. And she's only ever done cardio. She starts working out. She can actually put on muscle pretty good even though she technically shouldn't for her age and she technically shouldn't because she's in menopause and all these things that make it more difficult. They do make putting on muscle more difficult, but because she's never done it, her body is like, yes, I love this. And so she's putting on muscle and she looks better. I have a client who messaged me the other day and said that she's always had like these fat deposits on her thighs. Like it's this genetic thing that she's just, you know how it is? Like you have spots where you put fat on your body. And like her scale's not going down. She's so annoyed. And she messaged me the other day and she's like, dude, those are gone. I, I've had those like my whole life. Like, what the heck? This is amazing. And it's like, at that point, does the scale matter? So when you guys ask me questions, like, do I have to work out to lose weight? This is why I don't just give you some, like, I can't say yes or no. It's so convoluted. There's so much to it. What do you mean by weight loss? Do you mean weight or do you mean body composition? And do you mean you want the scale to hurry up and go down? Or do you mean whatever you do lose, you want it to stay gone? So it's like, what do you even mean by that? Now, if the answer is just, do you have to work out to lose weight? Or can you just work out and lose weight? Let me rephrase that. Can you just work out and lose weight? 50% of the time, the answer is no. And there's about 25% of people who will actually gain weight while they work out. And we can't blame all of this on gaining muscle. That would be like silly to do also, because what happens is as you exercise, it stimulates your appetite. You're burning more, your metabolism's going faster if you have more muscle, and now your body wants more food. Your body's trying to always maintain homeostasis. Your body doesn't want to lose fat, okay? Your body just wants to like keep things cool where they're at. Your body doesn't really want to gain fat. It doesn't really want to lose fat. Uh, so you start like crushing it in the gym and instead of wanting to lose weight, your body's going to go, well, we burnt more. We need to eat more. So if you're not paying attention to your food intake, that's a bad thing. You're going to actually gain weight or just not lose. Now, occasionally I like this 
because I have some women who I work with who are chronically under eaters and they don't have an appetite because their metabolism is so slow because they've been starving it forever. In that case, it's like, cool, let's get you in the gym and stimulate that appetite. We want you eating more. But for the average person who is eating too much food and not moving enough, they go to the gym and now their appetite is stimulated. We don't, if weight loss is the goal, you don't want to just like eat to your full until you're satisfied because you're eating everything that you just burnt. You get what I'm saying? So again, it depends on the person and what the goal is, but you can't just go to the gym and pay zero attention to nutrition. That's not going to get you anywhere. You have to dial in the nutrition first. So dial in the nutrition, get that on point, start working out. What kind of workouts do we do? This is where it gets fun. So women always just want to go for the cardio. All right, ladies, listen, y'all can keep your cardio within reason, but you got to have strength training. (laughs) If you're going to pick one of the, if I had to pick one or the other for most women, I would pick strength training and I don't want to pick one or the other. I want you to do both. But here's why I say that again, the whole thing about muscle, right? Plus bone density. So if you are approaching menopause, we know bone density goes down. Well, how do you keep your bones? It's not through calcium supplementation, by the way. That, that does very, very little. It's putting pressure on that bone via strength training. So I don't care if it's body weight to start, exercise bands. You do whatever you can do safely and comfortably. But then eventually you want to be picking up some really heavy stuff. Like there's no getting around it. The heavier the stuff is that you're picking up, the better your bones are going to be, the more muscle you're going to have. No, you are not going to get bulky. I promise you, I've been trying to get bulky for like three years and I don't even look like I lift. No, <laughs> I do have muscle now, but you're not going to get bulky. Like it's not genetically in the cards for you as women. Now, some women do put on muscle easier than other women. It, that's true. I have one friend who she, I want to punch her because she can just go to the gym for like three months and she like has so much muscle. She looks like she could go to the CrossFit games. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. But for the average woman, that is not how it works. And then the older you get, the harder it is to put muscle on. That's true for men and women. Okay. But it's already harder for us women. So you're not going to accidentally put on too much muscle. You guys, that's not a thing. And let's pretend like you could. Let's pretend like you could look like Arnold if you wanted without steroids. Guess what? Arnold doesn't look like Arnold without steroids, you guys. (laughs) And he's a dude. It's not going to happen for you. But let's pretend like it could. It wouldn't happen overnight. It would be a long process. So at any point in the process, you could just back off, right? You're not going to like go to the gym three times and wake up and be like, I'm way too swole. Oh my God, what happened? No, if you start feeling like you're too bulkier than what you like, more manly looking than what you want, you can just back off. But I'm telling you, like having some muscle on your body can look extremely feminine. You can sculpt how you want your body to look. Um, It's amazing. And it's what's gonna keep the fat away. So this is a way oversimplification, but I almost look at it like, The food is what takes the weight off of your body and the exercise is what keeps it off of your body, particularly the strength training. Now that's not exactly how it works. Just like oversimplification for my um, simpleton brain. 
that kind of helps me. Now, what about cardio? Yeah, cardio is super good for you. Why does cardio got such a bad rap all the time? Well, first of all, <laughs> for like chronically dieting women who started this process in the 80s, cardio is the way, right? I'm going to burn off every cupcake I eat on the treadmill. Like that's the thought process. But then we shifted to like, no, everybody should be doing strength training only. And it's like, well, that's not actually true either. Their cardio serves a purpose. So first of all, if your aerobic capacity is better, you can lift more effectively. So if your heart is in better condition, if, you're, if your body's ability to utilize the oxygen that it's taking in uh, is better, you can work harder while you're lifting weights, while you're strength training. So it's almost going to help with that, right? But then it's also just good for your heart health. It's good for uh, glucose regulation. So like if you, how do I put this? No, we're not going to jump down that rabbit hole. That's going to get way too incredibly confusing. But suffice it to say, there's lots of benefits to cardio. The problem is when women want to just eat salad no protein. I'm just living on lettuce and I'm not doing any strength training. I'm just doing cardio. You're in this state where your body's just kind of like wasting. And you need these phases where your body is like building. You're building muscle. You're giving your body good nutrients. All of these things need to be happening. And if we're only focused on spending calories and eating as few calories as we can, then we just usually end up skinny fat when we go through menopause. Like even if you maintain your weight, you don't like the way it looks. So this is where like women who have always been in shape, they've always been really fit. And then they go into menopause and they're like, well, I cannot get rid of this belly. It doesn't matter how little food I eat. It doesn't matter how much cardio I do. I cannot get rid of this menopause belly. Well, they add in some strength training and it's like a game changer. So it's not that there's no room for cardio. You should do cardio. It just shouldn't be the only focus. And you need cardio that's at the lower intensity levels. And then you want a little bit of cardio that's at the higher intensity as well, because then that's your anaerobic capacity, right? So there's both. We want all of our body systems to be like healthy and fit and functioning. So we want to be strong. We want good aerobic health. We want good anaerobic health. But again, it gets taken too far. So this was me while I was doing like CrossFit five times a week and training for a marathon and doing all this. Like it was way too much cardio because like at CrossFit, I'm doing cardio every day. The aggressive kind, not a low level, you know, it was like jump around on boxes, tell you vomit, whatever. I love that kind of stuff, by the way. Love it. I'm not knocking it, you guys. But you got to balance it out. Everything can't be like, go, 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 super aggressive. There's different types of exercise and like the most perfect way to do it, you would be getting some balance with all of that, not ignoring one or the other at all. But if you're super sedentary, where do you start? Walking. Don't undervalue just getting your step count up. Like that can make a huge difference. Sitting is the new smoking. Our generation doesn't really smoke a whole lot, but everybody sits around because we have desk jobs and 
you know, everything leisurely is sitting around on the computer, or, uh, you know, watching TV, like all these things. And it's so incredibly terrible for our health. And yes, also your weight. So you want to just like get up, move around all those things. Um, so yeah, can you, can you lose weight without exercise? Absolutely. Can you lose weight only exercising? It's unlikely. <laughs> it's unlikely. But you don't, no matter what, you don't want to be doing it in a way where you're just losing weight really rapidly. You're not maintaining any of your strength. You're not paying attention to your cardio health. And you're just kind of like starving your body. That's kind of like the old way for women to lose weight is to just either do no workouts or do a bunch of cardio and then eat close to nothing and live off of rabbit food and plant matter. And like, I eat raw vegetables and I do the treadmill. That's not a great way to go about it. So pay attention to your nutrition. If you're gonna do one or the other, go pick up something heavy if you haven't done that in a long time and you're capable of doing so. Um, but really like a balanced plan to everything. I know it's not sexy, right? Everybody wants like one magical thing, but what's gonna be right for you as a first starting point depends on where you're already at. It depends on what is your food look like? What is your current movement look like? What are your stress levels like? What, what is going on with your hormones? Where are you at in menopause? All of these things I take into account before we even start with any of our clients. We're looking at all of these things to go, okay, well, what is the going to give us the biggest bang for our buck here? What's the real priority for us to focus on? For everybody, it's different. Some women need to move less. We have women who start in our program who need to eat more and move less. Yes, that sounds backwards. We're taught to eat less, move more. Some people do need to eat less and move more. Absolutely. I was one of those people. Lately, I feel like my all my clients are the opposite. We're like, okay, we're going to back off on some of that activity. We're going to switch it up for some of this activity and you need more food. <laughs> and so everything depends on your starting point and your goals. There is not a one size like fits all solution when it comes to maintaining a healthy weight and healthy body. And when we chase after these programs where they just give everybody the same cookie cutter thing to do here, everybody eats like this here, everybody moves like that. Like those are great to get you started. Okay. But you got to figure out how to dial all of this stuff in if this is going to be like a lifelong thing for you, because what your body wants is going to be very different than what somebody else's body wants. So that was a very long rabbit hole when we were just supposed to be talking about exercise. But you guys, I literally can't talk about like one piece of weight loss and isolation because it doesn't exist that way. It doesn't exist in isolation. I can't just say here, go do some strength training because if your food's not dialed in, that's not going to be super fruitful for you anyways. It's still better than not. Okay. It's still better than not doing it, <laughs> but to get the biggest bang for your buck, it's like, you got to look at the whole enchilada. So I'm curious how this one sits with you guys. Reach out. Let me know. What's your favorite kind of workouts to do? Are you a cardio bunny and you love it? Cool. Fine. Uh, do you love strength training? Have you recently gotten into strength training and realized how much you love it? Are you wanting to do that? But you're like apprehensive. Or are you still dialing in the food piece? It's okay wherever you're at. 
but just make smart, strategic changes and don't feel like you have to just live on the treadmill. It's not the answer. People tell me all the time, well, I want to lose weight, but I don't like to run. What is that? That our brains think that you have to run to lose weight. Like, will you lose weight if you run? Yes. Unless you overdo it. I gained weight while I was training for a marathon (laughs) and it wasn't muscle. Okay. So anywho, rambling done. I hope that that helps shed a little bit of light on the truth about working out, how women don't need to just be cardio bunnies and that that is not the way to sustainable weight loss. All right. I'll talk to you chicks next week. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 